The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Taking Stock, live from the 2016 U.S. Tennis Open here in Flushing Meadows, Corona Park, Queens, New York. I'm Kathleen Hayes, my co-host, Pim Fox, on vacation. He'll be back Tuesday after the long weekend. This long weekend, I certainly hope to spend a lot of time here at the Open watching a ton of tennis. I don't know if I'll get into a luxury box. I have been on occasion. They are absolutely beautiful. We're going to take a look at the luxury boxes and the part they've played in this big, big renovation. You think remodeling your home is a big deal? Well, they've been going to town here at the USTA. We want to talk about that shortly with their chief revenue officer. Now I want to talk to Charlie Pellet. He's back in Bloomberg World Headquarters with a Bloomberg Business Flash. And thank you very much, Kathleen Hayes. Looking at green on the screen, 29 minutes uh, to go ahead of the close on this Friday, ahead of a long holiday weekend. We are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit Sector SPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Stocks are edging higher with an earlier rally losing some steam amid underwhelming labor market data that did little to bolster confidence. Growth will be steady enough to support stronger corporate earnings. Payrolls up by 151,000 in August, but that was below the median estimate in a Bloomberg survey of 180,000. The jobless rate and labor participation rate held steady. Action from Bill Gross, who manages an unconstrained bond fund for Janus Capital. Yeah, I listened uh, to Yellen and I listened to, to Stan Fisher, and you know, basically at Jackson Hole, uh, Yellen said uh, that if things continue as they um, as they are continuing, yes, you just pointed out that two hundred thousand is the twelve month average on jobs, but you know, I would say that uh, she would think that this is a continuation of a positive trend. The 10-year down 9.30 seconds, yield 1.60%. Lululemon Athletica shares down the most in almost nine months after its forecast missed some estimates. Lulu down 10.1%. S&P up eight, a gain of four-tenths of 1%. Gold up seven-tenths of 1%. 3.32 on Wall Street. Now a look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. Russian President Vladimir Putin sat down for a rare and exclusive interview with Bloomberg Editor-in-Chief John Micklethwaite. Speaking through an interpreter, Putin refused to take sides in the U.S. presidential race, in which he's been accused of secretly favoring Donald Trump. We are ready to work with any president, but of course, I also want to say that it depends on how ready the future administration is. If someone says that they want to work with Russia, we will welcome it. 
And if someone, as you said, although it may be a poor translation, wants to get rid of us, that will be a completely different approach. But we will survive it, and it's not clear who has more to lose of that approach. Hillary Clinton used at least eight Blackberries during her tenure as Secretary of State, but the FBI could not get any of them during its investigation. In addition to the eight devices, the FBI said there were at least five additional mobile devices they sought as part of their inquiry. One person interviewed by the FBI said he recalled two instances in which Clinton's devices were destroyed by, quote, breaking them in half or hitting them with a hammer. Those are among some of the details released today by the FBI. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie says he is ending a nearly four-decade-old tax agreement between his state and Pennsylvania. The deal let residents working in either state pay taxes at their home state's rate. Christie says he will reconsider his decision if the Democratic-led legislature finds $250 million in savings from public worker health benefits. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping equities higher, S&P up 8 to 21.79, a gain of four-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Bloomberg taking stock. The Lux Life. Stocks, bonds, objects of art, real estate. I've got houses in L.A., Paris, and Vail. It's good to be king. You'd be living in a lap of luxury. They got the finest chefs around waiting for you to place your order. You must be rich. Oh, honey, he's teasing you. Nobody has two television sets. Bloomberg taking stock. The Lux Life on Bloomberg Radio. We're live from the 2016 U.S. Tennis Open. Flushing Meadows, Corona Park, Queens, New York. Uh, the site... Every year, August, early September, two weeks of nonstop tennis. The, the, the fourth Grand Slam, the final Grand Slam tournament of the year for my money, of course, the, the, the number one. And a man who has, does so much to put this together is joining us now. Lou Sherry, Chief Revenue Officer for the USTA, because we want to talk about what's going on here and start with this whole luxury level. Anybody can come to the open, but you can sure live high on the hog when you come out here, right? Sure. So we're very proud of the fact that anyone can come to the U.S. Open. We have over 700,000 fans who will attend this year, but corporate hospitality is absolutely a pillar of of, um, the event. The fact that we're here in New York, we're here in New York every year, unlike some other events that move from location to location, has allowed us to invest into permanent hospitality um, properties and, and, and products. Uh, and as a result, many of our sponsors and, and, and other guests are able to take advantage of those things. It's, it's, it's a big part of what has made the Open uh, a success. Seven years you've been yes. working as the chief uh, revenue officer here, Lou. Before in your one of your past lives, you worked at Madison Square Garden. Compare to me, if I'm if I'm a, a big bank, a big mm-hmm. company, what, why, and how I select one of the luxury boxes here at the Open. In the same way or a yeah. different way, I might select it for a different kind of sporting event. Sure. So there, there are a couple things that make this event unique, certainly unique relative to other North American sort of team sports and leagues, the ones that we, we would typically think of. I think first and foremost, tennis is a global sport. So if you're thinking about the U.S. Open, you need to think of us closer to an Olympic Games, which is quite timely, closer to a World Cup, 
than a, a Yankee game, a New York Knicks game, something of that, New York Giants, because of the global interest, uh, which then translates to, from a corporate standpoint, they're able to leverage global interest in, in attending. I think that's a big piece. The other piece that is critically important to our success um, both financially and, and uh, in, in exposure and, and uh, attention. Tennis is the most successful sport from a gender neutrality standpoint, right? And, huh. and so yeah. our audience is 50-50, male-female. Our viewership is 50-50, male-female. Our participation, our prize money, on every level that you view tennis, um, we've achieved a level of gender equity that you don't see. And from a hosting standpoint, to translate that back to your question, what you have are wives who will bring their husbands, husbands who will bring their wives, and the appeal of the event is just that much broader than perhaps a football game, a baseball game, which, again, translates to more desire to attend, which is the currency that many of our partners are, are looking to, to leverage. Very good point. And, of course, you don't have to be a tennis player to love the Open, although a lot of people who come to tennis tournaments also play tennis. Yes. Now, can you share with me any, if, if Kathleen Hayes Incorporated wanted to get a luxury box here at the Open about how much I'd be spending? You know, we, we, we don't share that information. Most of our boxes now have been tied up with long-time legacy subscribers dating back to 1997 when this wow. venue was built. If a suite does come available, we typically will divide that into 24 sessions and rent it on a per-session basis. And that, that can be... $25,000 up to north of $100,000, depending on the the session. Um, and that has been quite a, a significant business for us. Now, the uh, retractable roof has been yeah. used a couple of times, you know, in the first just few days of this tournament. I'm sure everybody's very happy to have it. As the chief revenue officer, when you look down the road for the USTA and the US Open, what's on your list? What are people asking you to do? What would you like to do to continue to upgrade and, and build this tournament and the facilities? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, you know, the, the focus of our renovation has really been, I think, visually on the roof, and it was a significant investment, but the reality is the roof in and of itself doesn't contribute to revenue growth. It doesn't allow us to sell another ticket. Um, it doesn't. Uh, it, it, it really doesn't help in that respect. But schedule certainty is critical for fans, critical for our players, and critical for our broadcast partners as well. As we look to the future, uh, we've already announced plans to rebuild our Louis Armstrong Stadium. That will reopen in 18 with its own retractable roof. Um, we continue every year to look at the on-site experience. How do we create more dining options, more entertainment options, more shopping options? And, and that's where our focus will be. Will Louis Armstrong have luxury suites? No. No. Okay. Louis Armstrong will hold 14,000, which is about 4,000 more than the yeah. current venue, but uh, there are no suites in that venue. Are you a tennis fan? I am a tennis fan. Uh, I, I, uh, by playing standards, I wouldn't compare with many of my USTA. Okay. okay. And you want to make it, put any money on who wins on the men's side? I won't. Oh, gosh. Women's side? Here's what I know. Okay. We will have a championship here on <laughs> Saturday night. We will have a championship here on, on Sunday. And we won't have to wait till Monday like we did for the past five years in yeah. a row because it rains exactly during right. the men's final. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Lou. This is great. My pleasure. I, I appreciate the opportunity. Lou Sher is the Chief Revenue Officer at the USTA, the United States Tennis Association. Lou Sher, a big part of the U.S. Tennis Association's efforts here at the U.S. Open. I'm Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg.
Coming up, we are going to take a look at the stock market. It's had a pretty decent day. Take a look at the jobs report as well and what it means for trading ahead. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.